Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Get to the Point. I am Joe DeLeon, joined by the worldly talented Sean Anderson. Same adjective two weeks in a row? No, I used... What, what which one did I use last you week? Said it was worldly within the last two weeks. No, no, I used... Worldly talented, which I am no, no, not. No, 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 wait, wait, no, I used a different <laughs> one. I'm trying to remember, because I used a really big word. I remember it was something stupid. It didn't really make that much sense. I'm trying to remember what it was. Was it flake? Was not flake. Was it... You hurt me. Someone that would renege? <laughs> what do you mean on rene- an agreement? Okay, fine. I will address this. Let's hear it. I am not reneging on this agreement. <laughs> but next week, because the New York Giants got their second win, according to Odell, he was correct. We're actually gonna win eight straight and go to the playoffs. On the table. We're on yeah, we're on pace to do it. Odell <laughs> is technically right. But that being said, I did say that if the Giants won another game, I would go shirtless for the whole podcast. And the for only- a month. For one month, and the only reason I, I requested this, Sean, beforehand, that I do it next week, starting next week, just because I don't want to be sitting here shirtless when a group of members in our club are supposed to be coming 30 minutes after we're going to be done. So if anyone shows up early, they're going to be seeing me sitting here with my uh, my bare chest out. I think that the young podcasters would be inspired Look, I don't. At, at I, our dedication I, don't, to I don't want any. <laughs> al- don't. I don't want any allegations. I don't want any Me Too movement we in don't. the uh, in the URI Sports Media we Club, don't. also known as Anchor Sports Network. I don't want that to start. We're barely. We're not even off the ground yet, and I don't want it to just happen at the gates. That would be a terrible, terrible way to start. Yeah, we don't even have the video feed up either, so it's it's yeah. almost pointless. <sighs> Oh, did I tell you? I'll, we'll get to the sports in a second. Did I tell you I saw the uh, the coffee girl the coffee girl in the in the gym the, earlier this week? What do you mean, coffee girl? Remember the story last year during the final? Oh my God! I, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. The, okay, for our me. listeners, last year during my economics final, so there was this girl that sits in front of me, not salt of the earth, but not nice. She was kind of rude all year. Didn't want to like pair up when the teacher would say, "Okay, pair up, discuss this." Never would look behind me. Never would look behind and say, "Hey, do you want to work?" I'm like, "Okay, cool. I'll just sit here alone." So at the end of the the final, I stand up, turn in my final, and as I step down the stairs, I miss a completely full coffee cup <laughs> and stomp on it like Mario would a mushroom. That's what I felt like. Biggest Does distraction in the world. It's more junk. It, I know, but that's. It felt like I was stepping on a, a Goomba in Mario <laughs> when, I, when I stepped on it. And she looked at me in that classroom the same way she looked at me earlier this week because she remembered who I was. I remembered who she was. She didn't say a word to me when I was lifting, but she knew it too, and I knew it also. I didn't buy her another coffee either. I was happy. Oh, I wouldn't. Who, it was freezing that day also. A, that is an awful thing to do. <laughs> Can who, you, <laughs> who leaves their coffee cup on the ground? That is, that's rule number one of going to class. Drink your damn coffee and then go into the class. <laughs> Stop being selfish. We the, get it. You're tired. The worst part was- This mean, is why I don't drink coffee. It was why com- I don't drink coffee. It was completely full. I could tell it was hot. And it might have been 12 degrees that day. So I think she was so excited to be able to drink her coffee out in the cold. It, it was freezing. And I'm walking out I'm like, man, I could use a warm drink right now after. I, I felt so bad. <laughs> Don't like, feel bad. Yeah, but she, Don't gave, me, feel bad. she gave me the she, stink eye in the gym. She, I, she I, had it coming to her. <laughs> I thought you might want to know that. That might brighten your day that some people don't forget <laughs> <laughs> that I'm not the only one. <laughs> oh, God. An, an elephant never forgets. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> All right. So now that we had anecdote time, 
I like that. And I like anecdote time. Anecdote time. time. Uh, I don't mind starting <laughs> with that again next time. <laughs> but anecdote time is done. And it's now time to talk about our favorite thing that Sean and I love to discuss. Le'Veon Bell. So, if you remember, Le'Veon Bell was holding out because he was franchise tagged and did not sign his franchise tender because he wanted to be paid more money than was guaranteed from the franchise tag, which is about $14 million, $15 million if I'm correct. That's a range estimate. But he chose to not play, and then there were speculations, and he said he was coming back before week seven, if I'm correct, did not end up coming back, and now he has decided that he is not going to report by the deadline that he needed to for him to be eligible for the rest of the season. So he, he is now ineligible. He will not play a single snap in the 2018 season, and he is completely done. So Tony already at, already started this debate when he was asking us, what side are you on? Are you on the Steelers side, Sean, or are you on Le'Veon Bell's side? And we already know the answer to this, but I want you to state your argument again. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> Jeez. Just do it. Are you, you're getting a little hostile over there, Joe. I am. I hostile am. Hostile early. I am. It's 3.45. Joe's already got his blood boiling. <laughs> All right. Um, well, a few things. I love the bit that Bud Dupree is doing, or that he did, where he was taking Le'Veon Bell's Jordan cleats. Oh, like, I was going to get to that next, that. but yeah. I love that bit. Great bit. I like the bit of the Steelers. I stand with the Steelers players. Like, as a team, like the players, I stand with them. Anti-Le'Veon on a personal level, but on a payment level, pay the man, hold out. Steelers don't want to pay you. That's fine. Somebody will. So I'm fine with Le'Veon sitting out. I guess him and the Steelers were not that good of a fit. James Conner has stepped up big time. Happy which I for predicted. Him. Which I predicted. Jeez. Oh, Happy for him. Great story. Love the way that he plays. Just wish it was Le'Veon. If it's not, that's okay. I'm fine with that. So my final stance is I'm pro-Steelers team members, anti-Steelers management. Okay, fair argument. And I do. I was going to get to it afterwards, but it, it was pretty jovial to sit there and watch them literally <laughs> scrapping after. It, it was basically like um, they were pillaging, like the power went out in their town, and they were going through all the stores like and looting? taking all the yeah, looting. That's okay, the word I was looking for. They, they looked like they were literally <laughs> just looting his locker because they knew he wasn't coming back. He's probably never going to step in that locker room again. Let's be real. If he does, it is going to be a hostile environment nonetheless it'll be tense at the very it's, least it's going to be hostile if you what would you do so you're you're a football player in a locker room we both are what would you do if you showed up one day you hadn't been there for a week whatever the reason was maybe a little bit longer than a week you show up none of your stuff is there not one thing not even your girdle not even your own personal clothes that Took you keep girdle there. someone yeah somebody wanted your girdle for some reason well, what probably- would you do <laughs> what would your first reaction be Oh, I'd be upset. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I, I understand that. And and also, how would you feel I that people are making a joke out of it? Millions and millions of dollars to buy another that, girdle. That, okay, but it's the it's the the sentiment, not the sentiment. It's the um, the premise that people don't respect you anymore, so and that you're just a joke. That sentiment works. It's but they're basically making him a joke. They're basically saying like you don't you don't want to be here, so we're just gonna go through your crap. It's it's ours now. You're not a member of this team anymore. You see, I don't. Yeah, I think that. And it last, got broadcasted all over social media. I think it was more of a statement of you're not a member of this team anymore rather than a joke. 
I think Bud Dupree. They were having fun with it. Yeah, I, they were having fun with it to keep it light because I guess they're all still boys. But the statement was, we don't need you. See ya. Thanks for the gifts. So my stance on this, though, however, is oh, geez, here we go. I am buckle up. Just anti Le'Veon Bell. Anti, oh, anti. I loved watching him early in his career, and frankly, when he was drafted, I was excited about him because I remember watching him smoke Notre Dame when he was at Michigan State, and just seeing him, I knew that he was going to be the better running back out of that class. What do you give me that look for? Why were you watching the Notre Dame game? Notre Dame play Michigan State. Yeah. Oh, I forgot you're a Notre Dame fan. Yeah, in case anyone forgot. <laughs> Keep notes. Um, but that being said, though, I, I slowly <laughs> lost respect for him. I just, as much of a talented player as he is, he's up to par with Todd Gurley. There's some things that he does better, some things that Todd Gurley does better. As much as as much as much an all-world talent that he is at the position – he is just not in the right time to be making his case to get more money. It's just not going to work. He's halfway through essentially his tenure, or not not even tenure. He's halfway through his career that's going to probably end a little bit after 30. He's 26 years old. So his value is gradually diminishing by the day. It might not be huge, but it's gradually diminishing. And... For that reason, no one, very few teams are going to be willing to pay him a ton of money for a long-term deal. He's probably going to get a lot of money next season from a different team, but I bet you it's going to be a one-year, one or two-year deal. He's only 26 years old. He's only 26. We had been talking about the him like he was 28 years old. I think he's 26. He Did is you 26 years old. Just looked it up earlier in this year. You had stated he was 28. But the point I'm trying to that changes. Did a I lot. state he was 28? We can go back through. I want to go back. I, I promise back. you, I didn't know he was only 26. I knew he, he was. Is tw- only I've, 26. I've known he was 26 this whole time. But the point of the matter is, is he no, had two years. Till no 30. team wants to invest in him long term. I do because. After two years, when he's 28, then he starts to become a question mark. Oh, that's... That's when he becomes a liability because he can either be elite... That was... I think that's what my argument was. Okay. Was that if you sign him to a long year... uh, A long-term deal that is worth a ton of money, you could end up getting screwed on the wrong end if you're the Steelers' management. And frankly, that's how management works. They're going to cover their asses and they want to make the safest decision. I know you're mad I said asses. It's I, just every week. If I said always come, it, okay. <laughs> it's fine. Feel it, free to curse it is. as long as it's not too much. I think that's fair. Jeez. They curse on radio sometimes. I know, I know. It's Boomer Esiason said bitch the other day. God, do you... <laughs> <laughs> I blame okay, Boomer. <laughs> this isn't FCC regu- I, I guess we can go yeah. by ESPN rules from here on out. I guess that is also a cliche. It's just been yeah. every week. Well, but and I mean, I've been very diligent. WFAN about my is, time. is over the oh. radio waves. That's FCC regulated. If you say, I'm pretty sure you're allowed to say bitch. Like, a, like a, certain words are okay. You just can't go past the very obvious words that are not allowed. I shouldn't even have to say them. Well, you've said them. Also, what? Here, so that's what cool. No, I haven't. Well, with Miles, I didn't say you. You not. I'm saying you and Miles had a little uh, Wait, are you familiar, tongue lashing. Are you familiar with... All I said was shit. That was the only uh, one I geez. said. Jeez. Are you familiar mm. with uh, George Carlin's bit about yes. the seven words you can't say on TV? It makes me think of that. 
Maybe we should go back and review that. But besides the point, all the only point I was just trying to make though is you that just buzz through what four four squares. <laughs> <laughs> you triggered me. You should have let me keep going. You triggered me. You should have let me keep going. You should have let me keep going. This is going to be a reoccurring theme, folks. Okay, so they covered themselves. Um, they were trying to protect themselves from any major liability. That's how any organization is going to work, and for that reason, they weren't going to pay him. And I think it's. It, it doesn't look like the right decision. These players should be getting them what they're worth. But I don't look at it as bad from that standpoint because they're trying to put a winning football team together. It, it almost goes to the point with um, MLB players and they have these long-term rookie deals and then by the time they're out of it, they're 30. And they don't get paid when they're 30. It's the same exact thing. Okay. Okay, is that it? All right, yeah, that's fine. If that's you your done? that's your take. If you're anti Levion, you're anti the best vision that this game has ever seen. That's your choice. That was a relatively. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. No, no, no. I'm not saying your statement. I'm saying our our discussion was relatively civil. Civil, yeah. More for civil. for once, right. maybe we've just gotten better at this, where we don't get too angry at each other. Well, no, because you always throw some type of uh, insult my way before I throw an insult your <laughs> way. Yeah, once the insults insults start slinging, that is the point in time which all bets are off, and we just kind of start going for each other's throat. Joe sucks eggs. It's pretty bad when we're. <laughs> I'm not gonna. It's, it's not even like a. Okay. Well, next news point is the two best teams in the NFL right now are the Los Angeles Rams and the Kansas City Chiefs. Both one-loss teams are slotted to play on Monday Night Football. And they were expected to play in Mexico City on some glamorous soccer field. I don't even care what the name of the field was. I'll go check if you really want me to, but I really don't care. And <laughs> there was a picture that, that ended up on social media that uh, Zolak from the Sports Hub posted where the field was just torn to bits a week before this game. So because the, the field was so messed up, players said that they were going to sit if they had to go play in Mexico City, so they decided to move it to Los Angeles. Do you do you think that's the right thing to do? Do you think this is complete mismanagement on the uh, vendor's part and maybe the whole city of uh, Mexico City? Yeah, it's the NFL. These players need to be playing on a surface they're comfortable with. The injuries happen every game on perfect surfaces. There should not be an increased risk of injury on a what uh, trashed field. Yeah, it was a grass field. It, it awful, and it looked disgusting. I don't know how much of the Monday night game you watched, but there were a, a ton of plays on that grass field, which was fine before the game, in which players were slipping because the air quality was messed up from the fires. It's like little things like that, and guys were just slipping. Now imagine trying to do that on a, a field that was only like last minute patched for a soccer game. We both play on grass. Doing that, doing so, would be a nightmare. Yeah, it looked like our practice fields. Atrocious. It, lo- it, it looked, looked worse, worse than our practice fields. It looked fields. worse, yeah. yeah. Gosh. Please donate to our practice fields. <laughs> we, we, need, we need better practice fields. URI Athletics, they, contact oh, Thor Bjorn. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't care. But, um, now, do you think that something like this happening is going to impact future attempts to play in different locations? So L- London has been a consistent in simple location for games to be played, and there's now more than one a year. 
But do you think because of the Mexico City thing that they're going to be reluctant to go somewhere different? No, I think that the, I I guess, owners of that field, because it's a sold-out game, a lot of people want to come see it, will be more vigilant on the field surface prior to play. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. They'll how take you better work. care I, of it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know why that was worded I, like that. I, They'll I feel, take pa- better I, care. I just of feel it. like though, if if you're not paying attention to it in a situation that's probably the most important crowd you're going to draw besides some of the soccer matches you have, but it's probably going to be one of the biggest crowds you can draw at that stadium. How you don't better prepare for that? I just think that's it's just a terrible thing to do. But I I do think they're not going to shy away. I think if they go to some other locations, they'll be a little bit more diligent. What other locations are you thinking? Where would you like to see them go? Um, I mean, I've seen speculations of China. Um, no, I could see no, them no. playing a game in Canada. Uh, I could see them playing a game in somewhere like Germany. Okay. Um, Russia would be a reach, but China is probably going to happen. That's definitely why would, China, why would you fly? Because they have a flight. They have a surprisingly growing fan base in China. Oh, okay. I didn't I didn't really know that and I remember I forget where I read it but it was basically saying that there's actually a decent amount and it's the reason why the NBA is trying to tap into it and they're playing games there is because they're they're starting to get more and more into sports. And they they're the craziest fans too. Some of them say Japanese fans are are pretty big. Germany fans, uh, soccer fans across the world are lunatics and oh, 100%. and brutes. Uh, some of them make NFL fans look like uh, Nancy boys, for lack oh, of a better oh, yeah. term. <laughs> oh, pe- people will get stabbed. We were actually talking about it in our class yesterday, our, our sports yeah, communication uh, class. The hooligans yeah. of old England soccer. I'm not going to call it football. That's have you seen? <laughs> have you seen the movie Brothers uh, Grimsby or something like that? I forget the name. Of no, it. I've heard of it. It it's basically about. Two brothers get separated. One of them becomes a spy. The other one is like a really low life person in England, and it, it's basically epitomizing the the what you just said, the hooligans in England, because they're just that none of them can speak. It's it's all like really slurred <laughs> and really like you almost question that they're supposed to be the ones that speak more proper than us, but then you go to talk to some people that speak like that, like it's barely English, and they're all just throwing stuff at each other. They're fighting. It's like it just made me think of that. So Good if, movie to watch. If you had, if you were in the NFL, would you want to play a game in China? Would you want to take that flight? Uh, I think that the only way I'd be content with it is if I had a bye week following. Okay, you'd yeah, have I, to I you'd have like to gu- you'd have to guarantee and find two teams that have a bye week the following week, which I'm sure wouldn't be hard. No, it wouldn't be that hard. It wouldn't be that difficult, but you find two teams that have a bye week. They let them stay for a couple days. Um, They can experience things, go around, take them to some cool places. They fly back. They have some time to get accustomed during the week, relax on the weekend, go hang out with their families, and then finally get ready for game week the following week. I I would say it would be completely ill-advised for them to do it without doing that. Follow-up question. Yes. And that's an excellent point. If you could play one game as a home player, where would you play? What do you mean? Like what? Like any location? Like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, like for what team in the NFL? Oh. Ooh. Home field. You're playing. You're long snapping out there. I'd probably say Kansas City. I, I feel like that atmosphere Missouri. is just so, 
Not a not Missouri, Missouri stinks, but it's it's considered to be, it's considered to be one of the loudest, actually the loudest stadium in the NFL. If I'm correct, I would just want to be there and be a part of such a crazy fan base and such a packed house. It just seems. Or the other pick I would say is Buffalo. They might not be doing well right now, but but Buffalo would be fun. The Bills Mafia. <laughs> yes, I would love to be a part of the Bills Mafia. Oh my god, that would be nuts. What about you? Where would you where Seattle? Would you Okay, I can see. I Seattle. think Seattle. I think that that whole atmosphere up there is crazy. If I had one that I wouldn't play at, it'd be Washington. Really? Why? Yes, uh, it's the worst <laughs> home field advantage in the NFL. Every game is filled with half of like fifty percent opposing teams' fans. The field surface is comparable to that of the field in Mexico City. Is it grass? I mean, yeah, it's grass, crazy. and it's the worst field in the whole NFL. All of it. They cannot find a way. To prepare this field for an NFL game. All right, that's fair. Terrible field. Terrible. Now, while I love talking about stadiums, what's yours? What, it, you, oh my, least, where I wouldn't want to play. Yeah, it was quick. Make it quick. Uh well, this isn't really applicable right now, or it's not going to be applicable in the future. But I would say in LA with the char- where the Chargers oh, play, where yeah, the Chargers the play. Field. As, as soon as they get their thing, <laughs> their whole situation sorted out with with the Rams and where they end up playing. It'll be fine, but I, yeah, I would not want to play in that dinky little <laughs> stadium with nobody there. If like I feel like it'd be like a Division Two game that's playing in MetLife, like the one that's the Cortland versus Ithaca. Like it'd be like playing that. There'd be no one there. That's the only point. Yeah, no just, yeah. But as much as I love talking about stadiums, Sean, yeah, we get to talk about our favorite segment, which is fat stats. Oh, the one and only, the one and only fat stats. Now, Sean, who is your fat stat? Aaron Jones. Who? Aaron Jones. Tell the people who he plays for. Running back for the Green Bay Packers. Okay. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually did. I was just checking. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. He had 145 yards and two touchdowns last week in a win over Miami. He was crucial in that win. And now uh, there's a lot of introspection among the NFL writers. What does introspection mean? It's, it, it is what it means. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? Keep talking. Well, introspection is a real word. word. Okay, well, in simpler Joe DeLeon terms, he is being highlighted as one of the key factors now for tonight's game versus Seattle. The examination or observation of one's own mental and emotional processes. So does that mean that you're evaluating evaluating your own thought processes? Sometimes you take a shot and... Blinks off the back of the rim. You just pulled a swaggy <laughs> P. You just pulled a swaggy P right just there. But write it. Go ahead, keep going. Keep going. But, well, as you were looking it up, I I gave my my two cents. Okay. It means that he's he's being highlighted as a key player after this last week. He had a really good stat line. Fantasy owners are mad they didn't pick him up or they sat him. Uh, good week for Aaron Jones. Terrible week for Sean Anderson and diction, choice of words and vocabulary. All right, well, I mean, that's a decent stat. I think mine's a little bit more interesting, however. I don't mean to knock on yours. Okay, but Nick Chubb, who hasn't really been fed a ton of carries, had 20 carries, 176 yards, and one touchdown. Biggest performance of the season so far. And I remember I was watching a, a video or something that was talking about how he really doesn't get any touches, but when they start feeding him touches, their offense produces so much better. And he also is averaging like a crazy clip. If you if you look at his yard per carry, he ended up finishing with eight point eight in this game. But I honestly think now that they moved, um, God, what's his name, Carlos, Carlos Hyde. Hyde, 
to Jacksonville, I think that he needs to be leaned on a little bit more. It was a very talented rookie running back class, and I think it goes undervalued, not as good as the year before's, but it's still a little bit undervalued. And I think there's some going to be some pretty talented guys that end up coming out of this class, like Carryon Johnson, Nick Chubb, and there's probably going to be some guys that squeak their way out there and end up surprising people later on in the next few years. But it just makes me excited to see young guys finally get what they deserve and they blow up games. Yeah, 92 of those 176 yards came on one run. Nevertheless, very good stat line. 100%. Completely agree. But now it's time for Upside Downside. Sean, who is your upside of Week 10? My upside of Week 10, David Johnson. Finally starting to get some touches and involvement with this Cardinals offense. He had 28 total touches, most all season. 183 yards from scrimmage, most all season. And he had one touchdown in the game. The Cardinals, I think, are starting to find out the same things that the Dallas Cowboys found out, that you need to get your number one elite running back involved in the game. The reason the Cowboys won last Sunday night was because they involved Ezekiel Elliott in many more plays. The reason that the Cardinals didn't lose uh, by 40 is because they got David Johnson involved a lot more in the offense. They still lost. Still got blown out, but they scored 14 points. Nevertheless, it warms my heart to see David Johnson starting to touch the rock again. Yeah, certainly good to see him getting back in the swing of things. And my upside, a little bit more elaborate, or not a little bit more elaborate, but a little bit more broad. And my upside is the New York Giants getting their second win of the year. Now, Odell Beckham came out and said, we win eight games, go nine and seven, go to the playoffs. He's technically right. He's on pace. He's on pace. He is on pace to for first prediction. So now we sit with the wait, Giants wait, wait, have wait. two wins. Time out. The Giants have two wins. That's your upside of the week? My upside of the week is the fact that they won. So now that – no, I'm not oh saying in relation God. to that. I ended up talking about it a little bit too much. But they got their second win. You never know what can happen. Crazier things have happened. They put together a complete game. The offensive line kept Eli off his back. They only gave up one sack, if I'm correct. And then B.J. Goodson went out there and balled. He had two picks and six tackles and one tackle for loss. That's a, pr- that's a pretty good day all around the board. I know it was against a pretty bad 49ers team, but it's just good to see them taking some steps forward and beating the teams that they should be beating. Because they, re- they had a really tough schedule to start the year. Besides the point, who's your downside, John? Okay, first of all, Listeners, here's the upside that Joe should have gone with. The 49ers hosted a high school team that was affected by the wildfires this last weekend and brought them all to a game for Monday okay, Night Okay, wait, football. why didn't you that pick should that one? Have why been didn't you pick your, that one? Because David Johnson made me happy. Okay, I'm sorry. That, that should that, have been I'm your upside. I'm sorry that wasn't my first thought. Look at the news then. I don't I don't read the Heartwarming. news. News are fake. No, I don't. I'm just kidding Gosh. on that one. But downside, downside yep. Oh, uh, this one hurt. Uh, Cooper Cup, this last weekend, fellow FCS product, tore his ACL, out for the season. Just, I, I, I don't, like, this one actually hurts a little to see him go down. Because I, I know you and I were both rooting for him pretty heavily. I've been following him since uh, his senior year at Eastern Washington when he was going, when they went on that 
miraculous uh, playoff run. Yeah, this. I thought one. we were gonna say tear there, and I've been like, that's a really poor choice of words. But you, you didn't say tear. <sighs> but keep going. Just screeching halt to the momentum of the show. Um, <laughs> You're a screeching halt. The uh, <laughs> no, yeah, it, it's really unfortunate to see him in his breakout season. Nonetheless, have it end early. It just hurts. And another guy whose season technically ended early was my downside, and that says Brian. He came in and was signed by the New Orleans Saints. Everyone was saying, oh, my God, he's going to do miraculous things and help this offense be even better than it already is. And sadly, he tore his Achilles, and you just hate to see a guy like that who fought his way back and is now in a position to impact a winning team and maybe win a Super Bowl, and now he can't even get on the field. It just You hate to see injuries like that, and especially in the way that both of them happened. It just it, it, it makes it makes any fan, any former player, any current player just cringe. Yeah, Brian didn't even get to play a game with the Saints. No. Happened no, in they, practice. No, yeah. Brutal. Talking about practice. Just brutal. Nice. Now, nice. Sean. Okay. You want me to break this down th- from a this fundamental is, standpoint? This is my favorite time of the day because we get to talk about our previous week's picks that was very attractive <laughs> that's my sentiments towards the all right results. well tell tell the people the numbers okay so joe and i both shot 57 percent. we both shot the same yeah both wait 57 percent. wait then how yours dropped mine rose oh i guess it makes sense Doing the math i guess it makes sense so to the Anderson faithful, I closed the gap, but <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> it was not by enough for on the season average through nine games that we have through nine weeks that we have selected. I have a average of fifty eight percent correct. Get to the point, Joe. Get to the point. Has an average of fifty eight point three three percent correct. Wait, what was your what was your decimal point none 58 flat it was 58 flat yeah wow well i mean if we had like really intense like numbers i'm sure be like a slight difference yeah but it's still probably accurate are you questioning my math no no no. i'm saying if we literally tallied up all of the games and did the math that way instead of breaking like adding all the weeks together and then finding the average you're you're doing it the same way but the percentage would be very, very long and in like decimal yeah, I'm doing, oriented. I'm doing charlatan's way. math. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Joe uh, still holds on to the lead by the thinnest, thinnest hair. And I'm content with that. So now we're going to get to who you got. He's this, so smug. Hold on. Time out. He is so happy. I'm content. It's making me sick. I'm content. We it's don't. Making we, me sick. Unlike you. Unlike you. I don't weeks, need. He I, was sitting there in the chair. Oh, do we have to do the picks? I, do we have to do them? It's I a waste of time. I don't harp on it like you and do. Now, we're do no, wait, what do you mean? I always want to do the picks. No, you did not. Yes, I did. You when did I ever so say I didn't want to do the picks? Every wait, time wait, wait, that wait, wait, I was wait, in the wait. lead, it was no. a question about, oh, is the math right? Oh, I was, I was questioning the math. now you're not questioning the math. No, it, it's I, fine. Now uh, you're fine with the math. I, wait, to be fair, I questioned the math last week when I made it such a huge jump in difference. So don't give me that. Don't give me that. The math may be questionable. I'm, All right. I'm a communications All right. major. 
<laughs> I don't know why I'm not the one doing the math. I'll be completely honest. I, I did take oh, get an I got a cal- a calc- I got an A in cal- a- 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 calculus. Right. Thursday yeah. night, decent game. Packers, Seahawks, two teams fighting to make the playoffs. Who you got? Hmm, interesting. Seahawks. Packers, Bengals, Ravens. Can you say your picks with some authority, please? Packers. Thank you. Ravens, Bengals. <laughs> Ravens. Come on, Joe. Um, Bengals, Cowboys, Falcons. Why would you? Cowboys. Don't you dare. Don't you dare, Joe DeLeonis. Falcons, Giants, okay. Bucks. Giants, Bucks. Gosh, what an ugly game. Giants. Wow, Sean actually picked the Giants. I was going to pick the Giants, but now I'm kind of conflicted. I'm going to go Giants, though. Jaguars, Steelers. This world coming to. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Jaguars, Steelers. Jaguars. Steelers. Why would you pick them? What do you mean? Just from a fundamental standpoint. Steelers. The Jaguars Texans, have had the Steelers number. Texans, we Redskins. got a little bit of time to talk about this one game. A little bit to talk about this one. I think, Steel- think that the Steelers have their stuff together a little bit more than the Jaguars do. The Jaguars have lost six straight games. The Steelers dropped how many on the Panthers? That shouldn't be a question mark. Big Ben has never is not doing well against the Jaguars. In he the doesn't last need two, to do well. Years. He doesn't need to do well. He doesn't need to do well. What happened in the playoffs last year? They got bounced. They did get bounced. And they got bounced in the regular season. All right, well, I'm still going to go with the Steelers. Okay, go with the Steelers. Texans, Redskins. Texans, Redskins. Oh, jeez, Texans. <laughs> Titans, Colts. What are you picking for the Texans, oh, Redskins? My Two bad. weeks in a row. Uh, Texans, Titans, Colts. <laughs> <laughs> Texans, uh, Titans, Colts. Oh, that's going to be a good one. Let me think. Titans, Colts, Andrew Luck, Mary Mariota, Titans. You're taking too long. Titans. Titans. No, actually, I'm going Colts. Panthers, Lions. What are you going with? I think that they're on the rise. Stop trying to make me I break. want to have the a whole, definite. The, I, whole point, the whole point of doing this is that we don't break them down. Yes. Are you, so when I go through the recap. Wait, we're 11 weeks in. And, and you still now cannot give sudden, me a definitive one. What do you mean? You a said defi- Titans, Colts. Uh, Titans, Colts. That's what you just said. I said Colts. Colts is my answer, and I meant to say Colts, but when you said Titans, for some reason I said Titans. You have no my sympathy. Answer, my answer is Colts because I think that they are on the rise and they are gaining momentum. That's not the That's not the point. It's the point of I just need a one answer. So when I go back and tally up who you picked, because we don't have a producer to do that Colts. in the moment. Colts, <laughs> Panthers, Lions. Panthers, Lions, Panthers. Panthers, Broncos, Chargers. Chargers. Chargers, Raiders, Cardinals. Oh, my gosh. That's a terrible game. NFC West. Every week oh there's always God. one, isn't there? NFC West, <laughs> AFC West. Just, oh, God, it's gross. Who, is, who are they playing? Who's, what's the game? Raiders, Cardinals. Oh, jeez. Thank God it's not a primetime game. Cardinals. <laughs> God, I hate my life. Uh, God, why do I have to pick this game? Do you have a quarter? I don't just take the take the Raiders. I take the Cardinals. Uh, uh, but I'm gonna oh, go. Yeah, Car- I'm gonna okay. go Cardinals because okay, if, if we if, if we're both wrong or we're both oh, right, so you want to just <laughs> you, you want to neutralize the evil? Yeah, I'm trying to neutralize. It. Uh, I mean, we could just completely omit that game. No, that's fine. Uh, I mean, technically, it wouldn't affect the math. But Eagles Saints. Saints. Um. 
go a little bit surprised here. I'm going to say Eagles. Sunday Night Football, Vikings, Bears. You know what? Sunday night. Last two primetime games. The Vikings have been. They got stomped by the Rams. Stomped by the Saints. They will get stomped by the Bears. Dang it. I wanted to pick the Bears. but So I guess I still have to pick the Bears. Last one, Monday Night Football, huge game, Chiefs-Rams. Mm. This is gonna def- this is gonna define the the weekly average. I promise you, because the rest of them are pretty easy to pick. Marcus Peters facing or, uh, the uh, Chiefs for the first time. Let me think. Underlying storyline there. You make your pick first. No, you go first. You always go first. Same on three. Uh, let me think. Let me think. Yeah, now me. you got to okay. think. Now, all, all right. right, one, two. Three Rams. Rams. Okay. Dang it. Not that hard. All right. Well, I guess the average won't be impacted. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Do you think I was going to pick the Chiefs? I don't know. The Chefs? I don't know. Well, I was going to read DMs, but I just, we Are they didn't, terrible? we didn't get any until last second, and they were just, from El Giggle and Dark Roast, they were just terrible. We appreciate the I, the I appreciate it. You guys You guys went a little too far this week, so I can't, <laughs> even, I can't even read them. They're funny. Don't get me wrong. I wish I could answer them, but they, I just, a little too far. But thank you for <laughs> consistently being the only ones who DM us. Please. We really appreciate it. Yeah. Really do. I mean, we don't get any kinda, other DMs. Kind of. I mean, we don't get any other DMs. No. We've been doing the show for a year. No one likes us. I, I guess that's... <laughs> We're chopped liver over here. I guess so. Gosh. Maybe everyone just tunes out at the end. Yeah, everyone that could be true. Well... That is going to be it for us at Get to the Point. I'm Joe DeLeon. Housekeeping. We got any I was going to do the housekeeping. Well, I like the housekeeping before we Fine. go into the Follow us on <laughs> social media. Why are you always going to do this to me? I always have a plan in my head. So follow us on social media at GTTP Podcast, Twitter, Instagram. We don't really use the Instagram. Um, LinkedIn. Just kidding. We don't have a LinkedIn. Uh, check us out and subscribe <laughs> to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Yeah. The podcast All app, that. SoundCloud, do what you want, listen yeah, wherever. Yeah, do what you want, basically. <laughs> do what you want. Uh, review us, don't review us. Do what you want. Follow right, us, don't follow us. That is going to be it. I'm Jody Leone. <laughs> uh, I'm Sean Anderson. And thank you for tuning in.